will go on. My heart will go on. There you go. <laughs> so this is still all Celine Dion singing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's of course, because uh, as you guessed it, you've uh, heard the first episode of the Tribute Games podcast in a long, long while. The Tribute Games podcast is a, a podcast made in uh, Montreal uh, from the, the studio of uh, Tribute Games, which is a, uh, a small uh, independent studio. By listening this, you're uh, finding out how the video game sausage is made, the independent video game sausage is made. Talking to you right now, it's uh, Yannick Belzil. I am a writer and also a social media manager at Tribute Games. And And I'm Justin Sear. I do game design and animation. And, and to my left, and... And, and y you have like a, a deep uh, timber to your voice. Yeah, so. it's not exactly a sexy radio voice. It's a summer cold voice. Came back from LA, actually. So. Yeah. <laughs> and in front of us, who are you? Yo, I'm a new guy in the podcast. This is uh, I'm Michael Larouche. I'm a programmer here in Tribute Games. I C++ code. So yeah. And yeah, you you've been here for a while, but there hasn't been a podcast in a while, so that's why people might not have heard you. Uh, no, yet. this is this is the first time in the podcast, so I'm yes. pretty, pretty glad to be here. We're recording a little. Jeez, there's a lot of sound and there's, there's a, heavy machinery outside. <laughs> there's actually a giant crane, no more than like a dozen feet from us. If you can hear that, yeah. So you may may not survive this podcast. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. So uh, <laughs> it might be a great uh, document for posterity, but uh, it's also a document for posterity because uh, we are recording this because uh, yesterday, uh, Justin, we uh, have announced a release date for Mercenary Kings. So Mercenary Kings, Mercenary Kings, <laughs> damn it, uh, for Curses and Chaos. Finally, yes, for Curses and Chaos. <laughs> so um, this is coming out on a Tuesday. So next week, you might be you might be playing Curses and Chaos if you buy it, and we hope uh, you do so. Curses and Chaos comes out on August 18th, and I was wondering, Justin, how do you feel about that? How that your your video game child is going ah, out into the world? It's pretty awesome, really. It's like been such a long time coming, so you know, it's almost surreal. It still doesn't. Mm -hmm. I don't think it'll ever feel real. Mm -hmm. I mean, look, this isn't our first rodeo. We've all published games before, so the feeling's always the, kind of the same. You know, it's a big, big feeling of relief more than anything and the mm -hmm. sense of accomplishment so yeah kudos to everyone everyone works super hard on it getting a lot of really good feedback just from like the art that we've shown mm -hmm. uh stefan butai really knocked it out of the park with his backgrounds everyone really stepped up to the plate mika you came on halfway through the project did you not yeah n n mostly like third for the project like how, how was jeff's code honestly <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, mostly, mostly Jonathan Cole, actually. So, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Jeff, uh, Jeff and I did the mostly like the port because Jonathan is not really a C++ programmer and uh, for Curses and Chaos we decided to switch to C++ for all of future games. So we have to manually port all the C# -sharp code that Jonathan wrote to C++. So, so how, how uh, for I imagine that not a lot of our audience are necessarily programmers. I think more artists listen to us. Yes. But can you like uh, break it down? Like, how does that happen? Like, all right. So, uh, firstly, C uh, the the language Jonathan used to code the Crystal Chaos uh, is called C# -sharp. This is a Microsoft language. This is like a property language. Uh, this is pretty hard to port to on PS4 and Vita. So we decided to use a more standard grade language that's called C++ and this is not really used that much not except in games and like I anyway so fortunately C++ and C# are similar in syntax so we sometimes we just have to port copy and paste the code from the code from C# and C++ and just do little rewrites and we did that manually wow. so for every file <laughs> in the in the C# code we had to write 
in C++ code, so... So if you make a mistake, it's immediately apparent, or can you actually, like, uh, you know... No, it's, it's pretty apparent, but sometimes we did some mistake when reporting the code. So yeah. what GF did at the first, is he took the monogame code, which yeah. is uh, like your open source uh, implementation of XNA, which is the engine we use on Wizard and Mercenary Kings, but the basic framework for yep. a game. And he did that, and he did the initial porting on Vita, added the, all the, mostly all the remaining gameplay code i did all the porting of that the, right. the port on ps4 and at near the end i wrote a tool to help the porting uh gf and i should write write a tool to help out jonathan and is that the compiler or? no this is like uh um, no 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 this is a part of the converter tool that oh, okay. take the c-sharp class and write like a skeleton in c++ and i did i thought I should have done that months ago. That sounds scary. <laughs> yeah, it does. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty... So, I'll, I'll love that. Like, how long does it take, mostly, just... For, and then, uh, it's still, like, it's not a game. We, we, won't, we won't do that for Mercenary Kings, because Mercenary Kings is a pretty huge game. There's lots, lots, lots of code. It took about five to six months. Like, okay, now... Correct me if I'm wrong on any of this, because uh, to, to give a little bit of history, this was actually supposed to be like our second game. We were working on this right after Wizorp, and that game was supposed to be um, Xbox Live Indie, so it was coded actually in XNA. So what's the difference between XNA and C Sharp? C Sharp is the... XNA is like a framework. This is like a set of functions that was written by Microsoft in C Sharp to be used on the Xbox 360 for Xbox Live Arcade. Oh, okay. Which sparks like a huge part of the indie revolution, actually. So. Yeah, and it was so crazy because they just right. like dropped it like a, a bad habit. This is... This is typical Microsoft business. This still a mystery. <laughs> but it's still like that. And then so the project served like a bunch of different functions. One, it was to be a smaller game uh, to kind of catch our breath after Mercenary Kings because mm -hmm. uh, I wasn't there for that production, but I understand it was quite the ordeal. Yeah. It was pretty long, yeah. Yeah. And so uh, we came back to it because we had made some progress in it, but not too much. And we thought, well, best let it not go to waste. So, and in doing so, you know, all the other things that Mikhail brought up, you know, working yeah. out our tools, because from now on, as I'm understood, we're going to do everything in C++. Yeah, because uh, I think Jeff told me when uh, he did the port of PS4 from Mercury King, they got some issue with monogame port on PS4, oh. and he didn't want to deal with that in the future, and so that's why he decided... I think to do it with the more standard, like all the other big companies that use, they use C++ in intern to develop their game because it's more, you get more control over the machine and all your code is laid out and, and what, you got more control. Yeah, because yeah. it seemed like for a while we were yeah. on, uh, we were, everything hinged on mono games to have their uh, tools or whatever ready so that we could port it easily to other consoles and it just wasn't happening. So, so Jeff took the decision of, fuck it, we're going to do this ourselves. Right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So we're doing the C++ code, we got more control over our tools actually. Right. And all the game, actually doing the porting was, it simplified the porting because I did the PS4, the initial PS4 port in like two weeks, <laughs> maybe. And the only thing that was a problematic was like the rendering code on PS4. It didn't work really well with the, the, the matrix we use for our code. And anyway, and GF, GF, the matrix, yeah. That sounds scary. Yeah, that's, it's all math. Uh, but still, and I did the Mac porting two days. Yeah, that was a nice surprise that came out of it too, is yeah. we actually had a Mac port. Yeah, and uh, because we use uh, um, for all the input and Windows stuff, we use like a really portable solution called SDL, and SDL is like portable to 
a shitload of platforms, so doing the Mac Power is quite easy, actually. So. Yeah, <laughs> so, nice. And that's fun. So, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's weird, too, because, like, you know, when people do, like, press junkets for, like, movies and things, mm. they always seem a little weird because, for them, like, the thing has been done for a while, yeah. and they have mm. to kind of come back to it and be like, yeah, because, you know, for people that just watch the end product, they think, like, oh, it's probably finished, like, last week, and it's, yeah. no, I haven't really touched anything for uh, curses in a long while, except from, like, promotional, and, uh, yeah, so we, uh, it's, you know, we've been So, working. do you know how, uh, how long since you've actually touched something that ended up in the game in Curses and Chaos? It's been months. Months. Like, I think... Two, three months actually. Right. So, yeah, so. And that's the thing too. It's like you have to know kind of when to call it quits too, because you can work on things indefinitely. Do you remember what's the last thing you did oh, and really? how you felt after you, you did it? Ah, oh, that's a really good question. What was the last thing I did? Probably some background animations. Uh, oh no, it was stuff. Oh, I can't even say what it's for because it's for some uh, post game content. Ah, oh. Yeah, so we actually worked on some things that we'll unlock after you finish the game. And I would reckon fans of uh, tribute games will be pleased. Excellent. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yeah, so when that happens, do you actually feel that it's done and how do you feel no, when it happens? No, that, 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 no. I've never in all my career had a finished product that I look and I go, you know, great, this is done. Nothing ever feels done. And I think that's a good thing. I think that's what kind of keeps pushing you to keep doing better. So unfortunately, no, I don't feel like <laughs> this is done. It's really awesome, but it's not like knowing when to sort of call it a day is, it, it, it's, a, it's, it's like, it's not a reflex. You have to sort of develop that. Mm -hmm. um, I don't even know how you put it, but that need to, to just put end to something because we don't have to answer to anybody by ourselves. So we always want to do a little bit better, a little bit more. We also have to answer to Jesus Christ, but he <laughs> well, doesn't work here. So no. I think he'll like it. Oh, yeah. He should. Yeah, he should. They're fighting evil. Yeah, there you go. And who doesn't like that? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Jeez, crane talk. Yeah, yeah, a lot of crane in the background. Maybe we have new mics, so maybe you, the cranes are not being picked up, but we hear them, and it's, uh, it's a bit strange. We're always afraid that the truck's going to fall on us or something. You know the guy who's operating that crane, his name is? No. Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the blues are calling. <laughs> yeah. The toss salad and scrambled eggs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that song was weird after... Uh, Chris Rock revealed what Toss Salad was. Yeah, yeah, there's something about Tossing Salad. Like, uh, check it out if you're curious, but maybe not check it out at work. Yeah, exactly. So or if you're under 18, don't check that out. <laughs> it's it's just, he's singing it with such gusto about yeah. Toss Salad. It's like, I could never watch the end of Frasier after that. <sighs> Good times. So, yeah, yeah, but now how do you feel at the Because now it's done. Yeah, so oh yeah, it's next done. Next week. Um, that, that actually, I think... Once you've sort of like put a left distance between you and, and the and the thing, it it feels good. It feels like you know, okay, this is a, a, another notch under the belt sort of thing. And the fact that it was you know first for a lot of us that was really awesome. Like it's 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 a mixed bag, but it's overall a really good feeling. Yeah, and you uh, you guys uh, because you've worked uh, not Michael uh, we didn't say but you've worked at Ubisoft in the past and you've worked on a lot of other big projects and stuff like that. Yeah, I didn't tell it was from Ubisoft. So yeah, I work on Assassin's Creed. It was pretty huge production. They got lots of stress, lots of lots of crunch time. Like for two months, you got you have to work like a lot. Quite a change of pace to be here. So we didn't do like crunch time. It was pretty smooth. Everything was and was pretty fun actually. So you guys have end of projects uh, milestones or superstitions or stuff you do when you're done with a game or when you're done with a project. Like Justin, you seems like a guy who could eat up a big steak once a project is done and yeah. completed. 
or something like you know, that. I don't have any, but that sounds like a damn fine tradition to start. I think it's yeah. time, time to start a, a tradition. Uh, if, if we have uh, other people uh, who work in video games or whatever who have a tradition, end of projects or end of closing traditions, like send us uh, your traditions at the Tribute Games. Uh, yeah. We're curious. So we're shopping for our own traditions. Yeah, Metal Gear Solid Steak Eater. Yes. We should get champagne or something like that. Should it yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's yeah, a good idea. Yeah. yeah, it's good for Formula One racers, but all they do is sitting. Wait, don't no, they? they don't do anything. They just drive around the track. Yeah, and don't they have some weird thing with milk too? I don't know if it's uh, all of them or it's, it's just for kid racers, for PG kid oh, racers. Right. If if you're a Formula One dra- uh, racer and you're under eighteen, they give you a big bottle of milk. If you're an adult, you get champagne. Is that what right. I understand it? Oh. Mystery solved. So yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool. It uh, and we should also say that we've uh, grown in yet again in numbers. We have a new recruit. Yeah, we well, we have a bunch of new recruits. When we first started here, like Johan had just came in and he barely talked on one of the previous episodes, and uh, uh, Michael was there. And now we have an, an actual operations manager uh, called Lucy, who's here as well. So. Um, I think we'll, we'll try to get her on the mic in, uh, in, in upcoming episodes so we can talk about what happens when you actually uh, release a game and how you uh, prepare that kind of stuff and um, what happens uh, when yep. you do. Because it's funny because suddenly um, the release of Curses and Chaos is um, way more organized than the, this company has ever been, which is uh, quite a thrilling. It's really cool. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. we're looking forward to uh, talk about that and put it in, in action. So. This is a really, really short episode, but uh, we'll be coming back um, sooner uh, than last time. So, yeah. so uh, hopefully we're uh, probably going to come back next week and uh, do a longer episode about like the actual release of Curses and Chaos and uh, talk about how it, what has, what's happening around here when the game is released and uh, what happens. If you're interested in what you're listening, please follow us at Tribute Games and you can uh, follow myself at Yannick Belzin on Twitter. And uh, Justin underscore Seer, send me your love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michael LaRouche on uh, on Twitter, Stephen Solius. I mostly tweet in French, sorry about that, but sometimes, sometimes I just retweet programming stuff. But it's happened not so often, so. So there you go. So, uh, yeah, so uh, we'll talk to you uh, next time with uh, more info about video games and uh, maybe hopefully less uh, crane sounds. So uh, thanks for uh, listening, and uh, we'll be talking at you next week. It's good to be back. Yes, it is. Yes, it is.